welcome to Primary Attribute, or Castle and Crusades Actual Play Podcast. My name is Ian, I'm the Castle Keeper, or Game Master as is known in a lot of other systems, and I use they them pronouns. Hey, my name's Adam, I play as Vaughn, he's the furry little fox folk alchemist friend, and uh, we both use he him pronouns. Lately, Vaughn's is feeling like he, he, he'd probably really like to get back up into the sky, where it's like, you know safe-ish it's about to fall he'd, he'd like to keep the sky from falling uh i'm aaron i play ericene i use she or they pronouns ericene uses she her pronouns and uh ericene is feeling uh bad that our friends did a lot of work to make the uh lab work uh the remote lab but uh overall she's like I mean, we didn't have any choice, so whatever. I'm Kelly. I play Wealthy Taylor, the halfling wizard. We both use she, her pronouns. And um, we're wealthy is, wealthy is going along with the flow. And I'm Wit. I play Grix, the kobold illusionist slash mechanic. We both use he, him pronouns. And Grix is back, baby. Yeah. All the way back. No more playing in an arcade mech thing for Grix. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. If you get a chance, you should rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. It helps people find us. It encourages us to keep on doing good work. You should do it for every other podcast you listen to as well. Aaron, would you like to do the recap? Sure. Grix had passed out on the uh, well that's hanging in the middle of uh, the forest that is underground Once we got him down onto the the forest floor, uh, he did wake up pretty quickly, but explained that he had been in his mind for the past two weeks in uh, in his uh, mind city, which he destroyed. Uh, And then he regrew a garden, a mind garden, which Bonds was trying to figure out how to get the ingredients out of. (laughs) I just want the good stuff he did find out that the uh shadow corruption has a creation memory just that they came from a place in the black beyond a bridge in a sea of stars and that has an eldritch feeling uh the constructs in this world are representative of a consciousness presumably that is some sort of eldritch bullshit (laughs) And won't that be fun? I think you should call it Eldritch <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Next time you see a corrupted creature, whatever. I'd buy that board game. Oh, <laughs> uh, Shad has a new uh, nickname. His, his new nickname is EB. <laughs> and that just makes me think of, uh, oh, the, you know, Charlotte's Web by Eldritch Bullshit White. <laughs> nice touch wealthy decided to go up to the well that was hanging above the forest underground (laughs) after brushing off all of the sad boys next to it (laughs) (laughs) they're not sad Uh, they're contemplative they're not sad they're contemplative they're pensive they're pensive yes introspective introspective uh hmm. when, when we clear out all the introspective boys wealthy went up to the well and asked the question who was 
Sorry, just not going to chase them off the brew. (laughs) (laughs) That we have our own weird obsession here. This is fantastic. It's mostly my obsession that I inflicted on everyone. And a little bit wits. Uh Oh, very strongly mine. Wealthy went up to the well and asked the question, who is behind the cover-up of the Ark's losing power? She saw some confusing images, but ultimately uh, found out that it is a young, blonde, human man in fancy clothes uh, who was uh, doing something in command. Ericene figured out that that uh, young man is probably Cass Richman, someone Ericene has seen around at parties, who is the current political head of engineering. We all sort of thought... Well, that makes sense, I guess. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thought that name was a bit on the nose, too. Yeah. Uh, Grix was searching the living spaces around the forest for magic and found a fancy quill that started trying to write as soon as he picked it up. We uh, climbed back out of the dungeon without going through any more doors or anything interesting because uh, we didn't want to die. Boo. Huh. Constantly disappointing the uh, castle keeper here. Just us not willingly throwing ourselves into pits. Uh, we made good time on our final day of travel. We saw a bird that was not corrupted and seemed chill. Uh, and then Squirrello met us and took us into the cave behind the waterfall. Um, where we found out that uh, the lab, the remote lab, uh, was like they had done so much work. They had done so much work to get everything set up. And then uh, they were pretty disappointed that they had to take everything back to the bunker. And then we left. And that was it. Hooray. <laughs> well, all right. Both a lot and not very much happened. Yeah. <laughs> so quick question. Did we leave or were we just planning to leave? You were about to leave. Okay. Because Grix wanted to toss out the suggestion. We could still use... Like, There's no reason that we can't also do a dissection, vivisection out here. Well, yeah, but like we'd have to go <clears throat> find another creature and like... Sure. I fair, mean... Fair. That's a lot of work. Yep. Yeah, the, the, I just wanted to toss it out. the first time almost killed all of us. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to toss it out to placate our friends. But you got practice this time. Yeah, and you guys are going to leave this place. Um, you know, you're going to lock it up and turn off all the power, so to speak. But, you know, you're going to leave it functional. Yeah. So if you need a fallback position, you have one. Campfire rule. Yeah. Leave the place better armed than when you found it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I give all the squirrels pistols when I go camping. <laughs> <laughs> like that video game. Which which video game? Squirrel with a gun. It's a really lifelike <laughs> game about a squirrel with a glock that it drags around. I'm not sure you knew they were walking into that one. I did it, but I'm full of joy now. <laughs> I assume you're just all going to head on out unless there's some flash of inspiration you've all had. No. 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 Good. I, all right. No. Cool. You guys. Flashless. You guys can all travel in a group. You can split up into smaller groups. It will be easier to hide the passage of a smaller group. But you won't have as much backup. So 
Do you have a preference? Um, uh, small groups in shouting range. Okay. Yeah. That's How much invisibility have we got? If uh, if that's a, like a concern. Did we spend a night out here? Yeah. I then have zero invisibility. Some. Yeah. And you got well, other how people did, that can help the visibility. I mean, how did the group get out here? Yeah, they can. They were adults who just walked. What? <laughs> yeah, they just weren't scared. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I do like the idea that you guys are all worried about invisibility in this group. Just yeah, like, Grix, Grix is just like, I don't, I don't need to be invisible all the time. Yeah. He doesn't. They probably like had a scout or two with invisibility on. The only what? time he wants invisibility, like desperately, is when the rest of us aren't. No, uh, invisible. This is also Grix that we're talking about, who would happily just walk through the woods. I mean, I'm not stupid. Like, if there's active creatures nearby, Grix is very smart. Grix is a little foolhardy. It's not the same as stupid, though. <laughs> Reckless. He is without wreck. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Not much invisibility. Probably enough for everybody to have one. But if we have to drop it. Yeah, that's it. Can you remind us how far away from the um, the bunker we actually are at you this will, point? Because we'll get we... there on the third day of travel from third here. day. Invisibility does not last that long. If only you could sleep at some point in some sort of prearranged extra dimensional mm-hmm, space mm-hmm, like you have mm-hmm, been for weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll still only have basically one per day per person. Yeah. yeah. Vaughn's keeps a few extras because. Yeah, I'm certain we burned through those at this point. I'm actually like over those legit. four days, over these six days. Yeah, over the, over all the back, days yeah. that we've had. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was gonna say he keeps like a couple extras just for like personal use that he like doesn't tell anybody about. But um, <laughs> somebody steps on a, a bug, does one point of damage to it, turns visible. Fucking gotta revisit invisible again. You know how it is. <laughs> yeah, it's it's scary out here. We just need to book it, I think. Like, so it's three days, and we have to like stay stealthy the whole time. This is good. Yeah. And I mean, <sighs> your your other group went and did that previously, yeah, so like they know what they're doing. The idea is just sounds like it's spread out, but being blood curdling scream range, so yeah. you can get there within you know a minute or so. Considering <sighs> the terrain doesn't split you up too bad, just um, enough time for everyone in the uh. Attacked party to die. Uh-huh. Hey, you said it, not me. <laughs> but all right. Well, so. and for that matter, we know that if we're if we're trying to get there in a stealthy fashion, we probably have the most chance if we're like entirely split up of most of us making it. Guaranteeing that a couple of us won't. What? <laughs> you have all made this trip successfully, essentially. It's before. fine. We're well. It's when it's we the made least. The, when I, we I, made I, it before, it was mostly with the help of invisibility potions. Not on the way back out here, which well, invisibility spells, which you already have. You just need to not get attacked. You don't need the invisibility potions unless you get attacked during the day, or something happens to cause you to. Have, have you met my dice? <laughs> Fair enough. Let's get rolling.
Everyone roll a d10. Everyone stare real hard at Adam as he rolls. Eight. So you can blame his dice. I also got an eight. Two. I got a three. The first day is a little bit rough. It turns out it's really hard for like three groups of invisible people to keep track of each other. Marco! So... <laughs> you are Shut <attacked>. up! <laughs> <laughs> so there's some nervousness at the end of the day when you're kind of all taking roll call and can't find one of the groups, but they do show up eventually. Um, and you all huddle down and hide in various ways and things are a little bit dicey, but it seems like you were safe for the night. The night occurs. Nothing interesting happens besides nighttime. And it's the next day, and any d10 rolls again. That's a six. Another eight. Ten. I got a one. Oh, something happened. <laughs> yeah. Shit. All right. Briefly talks amongst yourselves. <laughs> God fucking damn it. <laughs> what? you? There, there's going to be one of these rolls, like, enough, right? Yep. And then we're risking uh, four rolls every time. Uh-huh. It's almost an absolute that eventually one of us would roll one. I want to get to the experimentation. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little war crime is a treat. <laughs> Ericene's been so good. Ericene. <laughs> she serves to vivisection. Ericene absolutely <laughs> wants to be in charge of this, and she's absolutely going to do the dance from Reservoir Dogs. The second day, it is sunset. The woods continue to be very still, as they are prone to be when there's very little wildlife. And you all are waiting, trying to get a beat of where everyone else was. You had to go through a bunch of kind of narrow goalies today and things like that. So the groups had to split up a bit to keep moving roughly in time with each other. And all of you encounter, or rather all of you see a very large animal. Moving through the brush near you, looks for all the world to be an enormous-ass cat. Corrupted, of course, because why would life be easy? Right. And it's currently sniffing around for you? It's not a tentacat. It is not. Okay. Or at least it's currently sniffing around. Oh, we so... should have gotten one of them to come along with us. Yeah, that was a mistake. That <laughs> They're was, great at in, in retrospect, I'm thinking that that could have been really good. Well, the thing is, now that we know what the deal is, we should be like, so there's a lot of stuff that you could uh, get. Oh, they could get so much baked goods. I don't think that's the case. Uh, yeah, they just charge a baked good toll to, uh, you know, to, to who? teleport people to traders and you know people who are interested in visiting the ground for whatever reason. You guys see this large, clearly, you know, shadow corruption cat, size of a horse, and moving through the woods slowly, sniffing, listening. I am going to need dexterity or constitution checks from everyone to hold your breath, still your body, and try to not be detected. Both dexterity and constitution, or? Uh, Or, either. And would that be a move silent, or a? Uh, move silent, yeah. Oh, or essentially good. considered automatically hidden. Well, sweet. Let's see. That is 18 for Ericene. 
Still level six. Um, so that's 16 on a prime. Okay. Wealthy. Uh, that is, um, that was a 17. And what does my move silently do? It just lets you do it. And you have succeeded. Yay. All right. And Griff. And I got a 28. The cat sniffs around for a while and then appears to go back on its way. If it detected you, it's not sticking around. If you want to follow it to try to figure out what it's doing, you can, but otherwise, you seem to be safe for now. Nobody make a smell. <laughs> it's Vaughn's. It's too late. Just saying. I think we've established Vaughn smells like a distillery that, like, burned down in a chemical fire. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if only lately. At this point, who knows? Hmm. But all right. What? He pr- he probably just smells like whatever grunge is already around here. He hasn't been doing enough uh, alchemy lately to... To smell like a chemical fire? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. To get that good bite to his smell, you know? That is th- that real astringent quality. <laughs> yeah. But all right. So you all go and head to sleep for the night, I would assume. And... We wake up. Don't know what that means. <laughs> it's fine. So I will need um, D10 rolls for the last day from all of you. That's a nine. Four. I got a six. Six. All right. I need wisdom checks from everyone as well. Pushing your luck. <laughs> Pushing your luck, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Thirteen. It's kind of sad. I didn't know we could mom in out of this. Is this uh, any special kind of wisdom check? No. It's just wisdom. Not listening or anything like that. Oh, okay. Uh, that would be a 21 from me then. I rolled an 18. I'm trying to figure out what to add to it. Nothing. And then uh, six. 11 from Grix. So 14. I thought you said it was an 18 on that. Oh, yeah. 24. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say Vaughn succeeds for once. I can't carry a one to this. save my life. They're too heavy. <laughs> Alright. So all of you go and you're hiking through the woods on this last day and you start it's not purely vibes, uh, but Vaughn's and Aerosene specifically. Um you start noticing subtle signs. Like you aren't you are no rangers. You don't have tracking, but you notice subtle signs of passage. You think you occasionally when you're like up on top of a hill and get a clearer view. You think you see motion out in the distance. Um, you make it back to the lab without incident, but you get the distinct impression from what you've observed that there are active corrupted creature patrols in this area in a way that probably was not true before. And your groups have evaded them, but like it's a much bigger standing threat from here on out whenever you travel outside. So we've seen these before, but this sounds like they've figured out the general area of where the base is and they are staking it out. Basically, yeah. Or they suspect that someone is out here, here being a region, and have decided to up patrols from presumably almost nothing to... Like, I mean, we did sort of massacre like a yeah. group of their people, so so they got to figure out what happened. Yeah, yeah. 
And uh, there's probably enough of them that eventually, one way or another, they'll have probed enough of this space to sooner or later find the hideout. Yeah, or it's mostly the woods and stuff. So it's more likely that like, if one of you is out, you are increasingly likely to run into them. Basically, moving around the area is going to be difficult. They may also eventually comb enough, but this isn't like some big group doing a you know, we're all going to hold hands and just sweep across the forest in one line kind of thing. Uh-huh. So they might not find the base, but like moving around the area in general is going to be hazardous. And one of them might eventually find the base. But it's just more that the region has become kind of unsafe to navigate through. I imagine it's an inevitability that they find the base, and that's exactly what I'm going to tell Jenkins. <laughs> it's, uh... Is Jenkins with me? Well, as you all pile into the base, Jenkins is right there for you to talk to, along with Rune and Crag and C and every NPC, all of whom go and busy themselves doing other things unless you specifically ask <laughs> for some all reason. Right. <laughs> so Vons is going to uh, find the shoulders of the nearest people next to him so he can turn around. Uh, I, feel, I imagine it is that cramped in here. <laughs> this is uh, a pretty big space. a lot space. of NPCs. This is a pretty big space. They all spread okay. out. All right, it's it's. I, I like the idea of a of a underground space large enough to have a decent conversation. Um, it's so, big. It's it's like the Batcave, man. Yeah, with all these people, this vibe of this place is like large college dorm. Like, there's definitely enough space for everyone. Ah, oh, okay. Probably limited on privacy, but there's enough space. Like, <laughs> okay, yeah. And a lot of it's workspaces, so people are like trying to chill out and have a drink next to like the equipment you'd use to make like chlorine gas. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, there's limitations to how chill it can be, but yeah, I just can't recommend that anybody hang out in anywhere Vons has been. Who knows what kind of mess he left. <laughs> they just cordoned off the cubicle. You were in. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a do not enter by the like health and safety Order board. Of health department. Yeah. <laughs> Yellow hazard tape. But yeah, Vaughn's definitely wants to get across to everybody who would normally have been living here that this is only going to be a safe place until they figure out where it is. And then eventually, I don't think even that uh, light room is going to keep it safe. That is true. Oh, yeah. So we might want to, uh, this is Jenkins, we might want to hurry up that research. Because we may be able to get ourselves back to the arcs, but we certainly can't take the subject with us. Oh, no. Well, we could. We shouldn't. <laughs> they would not be into that at all. No. No, How... they probably assume that we were corrupted and then try to kill us. And What does getting out of here look like? Do we have a, a plan to evacuate all of us to the to the arcs? Or... I believe you came down with at least one person and then there's also me who can teleport people there is the teleportation ring which admittedly takes you out into a deep deep part of the tunnels uh-huh and could theoretically be discovered on this side by those creatures uh -oh. and it is not and it isn't particularly well keyed to prevent something from coming through so we'd want to seal it on the other end or this end. 
Um, and then I believe, Grix, you have a spell involving a dragon? Yep. 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 Um, and Madam Wizard, I believe you can fly. Yes, I can fly. It, it came up at some point. <laughs> I'm sure during our many conversations we had off camera. <laughs> <laughs> so this Lightroom thing that you got going on down here, if we had a gate up in the arcs that we could connect from here to to there could we put another light room up on the arcs do you think it would take years to build in theory yes although sourcing the magical energy we could build it faster if we had an external source of magical energy but given the issues the arcs is having i wouldn't recommend that <laughs> yeah not a lot of external sources of anything up there no so plenty of possible. external sources of murder that that happens every time there's a storm but it does well you get used to it so not in any practical timeline given your concerns hmm then in that case we probably just want to wreck that uh that portal system we can at if least they can use it here essentially erase the door from the inside make it so what it's a... still there but restricted. what we need is like an iris that closes over it <laughs> That would be helpful, yes. We could work on that. You're trying to think of other Stargate references as we speak, aren't you? Oh, I've got many. Okay. The problem is that with the arcs moving, the point of origin shake, it's all fucked up, so. I will do this all day. I will sit here and think of Stargate references. This is a bad road. And that's why it must be destroyed. Yes. <laughs> the gods are too interested in this teleportation circle. <laughs> the secondary following on this teleportation spell just got too many ratings. It, yeah. It must be stopped. Fanfic writers, if you write that crossover, don't send it to us. There's a bunch of weird things about reading fanfic, but tell me you did it, and I will be so happy. <laughs> <laughs> At any rate. But yes, I was thinking we could transmute the door to look like the rest of the stone or something like that. Mm. Make it so there's not only it's not only invisible, but there's also three feet of solid stone between them and the circle. Oh shit, I haven't put one together up down here yet, but I, I just learned this thing about shaping stone. That would be quite useful because kind of goo for that. None of I think I've just hit upon Vaughn's best catchphrase so far. <laughs> I've got a goo for that. Wow. Oh, yeah. It's perfect. <sighs> and there's Aaron's sigh. We were waiting for that. Okay, perfect. <laughs> All of the pieces are falling into place. <laughs> we did it. Cut the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. So we could evacuate that way as well. But again, we'd need a plan to. Secure this end or destroy it. Grix, my concern about using methods besides teleportation, just because I'm thinking about it, is that your dragon or Madam Wizard, your flight might be an issue given that the Arx has moved on by a good distance by now. So even if we could reliably locate Oh yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we should try to do teleportation if we can. Stupid Those are just backups. planetary rotation and wind and other various factors. Truly, our greatest enemies. So I would suggest conducting your experiments now. 
um, even if we don't destroy the place behind us, evacuating for some time might be a good idea. It's much less interesting a place if there's no one here to find. And they would likely assume it was abandoned. Doesn't mean they wouldn't mess the place up, but at any rate, so I will leave all you right, all to your see. work. Probably a good time to sharpen up those pointy sticks of yours. Or knives. I will leave myself very far away from this because I don't want to hear it. points? Or know it happened. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I don't think, I don't think I feel like getting particularly close to this either. So what have we been planning to do to the... I don't know. <laughs> the good question, neon sign, is just flashing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what your plan is. <laughs> I mean, I think the thing that Vaughn's really wanted to test on and wasn't so much weapons or attacks or like what would make him more easily defeatable so much as this is a captive character we have with corrupted everything. Is it the tissue that's corrupted? Is it the, uh, the soul of the guy that's corrupted? Yeah. Um, I'd I'd love to figure out those details. I would also love to test any potential solutions we have for this on the dude. And, you know, while he's down here, maybe treat him respectfully, give him three square meals a day and uh, some exercise now and then or something somehow. I don't know. Uh, Maybe maybe if we can cure this guy, they'll they'll be grateful and whatever. And then or or at least have a better life and and then this whole thing isn't less ethical somehow oh yeah let's do all that that sounds way better than uh vivisection (laughs) (laughs) i think it just hadn't occurred to grace by now there was an option before now there was an option besides vivisection i don't know can we do like an intelligence check to think of (laughs) about to be to think of ways to actually like do things effectively, but I don't even know if that makes any sense. It so here's doesn't. my thinking. This is, this is really up to you guys. <laughs> my my plan my my plan in my head so far is to maintain that portal that one could take back up to the arcs as sort of an exit plan. Uh, keep it open so long as the base hasn't been invaded. We're going to need some kind of trigger to make sure that if the base is invaded that uh anybody in there I'm sorry can... what portal are you talking about there's a teleportation circle that goes back up to the arcs albeit to a shitty difficult to get out of parts of the arc part of the arcs and squirrello can activate it squirrello is just going to straight up teleport you guys okay. but um, it could help it sounds like this portal is something that Jenkins used back in the I'm day. I'm going to say that portal is more of a you can just walk through it thing. Craig set it up. It got mentioned oh. when you guys first got here. That, oh, yeah, but I thought you wanted to activate it. I thought someone had to activate it. I thought usually you had to activate them. So you might need one of the, the jinkies, as you've called them, with you. Or they might okay. need to give you something to activate it. But especially with some prep time, they can make it so it's, you know, you guys have keys. So my thinking is we effectively seal up the doors and cover them up in such a way that hopefully nobody finds them again. Uh, and if they do, hopefully all they find is the uh, the light room. Um, and hopefully that works. But in the meantime, 
we have somebody stationed down here just maintaining Shad, making sure that they're in one piece, making sure that the base exists, making sure that uh, stuff is safe. And uh, we don't even station them permanently down here. We do that in like shifts or whatever. Uh, in the meantime, everybody can move freely from the arcs to here. And that would be great. Um, this isn't a one-time use thing, is it? No. Okay. Granted, it's hasn't exactly been stress tested. It's usually used in one direction <laughs> every you know fifty years. So. And we we don't want to we don't want to put it under great stress. I I suggest that we still take one of our previous. <laughs> I, methods. I'm just saying, in theory, should say the god of your universe be capricious and cruel. <laughs> It could eventually break, but you don't say. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm thinking that we take one of our original methods back up to the arcs. We run things from there, knowing what we know now, keeping as many people as possible safe and free from the corruption. But this thing needs some kind of a trigger to make sure that no shadow creatures can manage to get to it and use it to get back up to the arcs before we just shut the thing down. Um, and I, I I'm would sorry, really... I, I'm just confused. Are you suggesting that we not keep trying to experiment right now? Or I don't think that the experiments that we need to do are going to get fulfilled while we're stuck in a tunnel. Mm, so you're, you're thinking that we need to go back up and get stuff and mm -hmm. just keep Shad locked up. I mean, mm -hmm. you guys have all the scientific gear you could ever need. Well, we do, but we don't have all the time we would ever want down here, and there's always the risk that this place get invaded. That is, you're not currently under threat. <laughs> uh, we're not currently Nothing's happening! <laughs> yeah, you guys also, are... Also, we have resources up on the arts. We've got people who've been doing studies. We've got... Uh... Yeah, we could, we could see if the grad students have made any headway on... Uh... Yeah. Light, in imbibable light. Yes, the How light beer. How long has it been that we've been down here? Like two weeks? Yeah, two weeks or so. Really just two weeks? Yeah. Yeah, we got here. We pretty much immediately took like a four-day trip. Took another, you know, two-day trip that was cut short. Took like another three-day trip Took like another so. three-day trip and then took another like three-day trip and then another three-day trip yeah huh. you want some time here and there to you know camping overnight or whatever so yeah and then yeah i guess i was thinking that uh yeah i, I might have just had that perception that stuff was going longer than, than nah, that it hasn't been too long all things considered and... i mean and grix has had double the time just stuck in his <laughs> noggin yeah, yeah although he, he was he was busy so yeah, yeah. busy but yeah i think the question is what research do you want to try to do down here first? Because you got all the stuff, you got a good number of people, and you have the opportunity. And it's not like okay. this is all going to evaporate tomorrow, but it would also yeah. seem to me so, to be kind of weird to go through all this effort <clears throat> and then leave right when you're about to be able to do the thing. <laughs> I just <laughs> feel like Up in the Arcs is probably one of the best places to do additional research. We uh, can't with the critter, though. Except you cannot take your subject with you. No, we can't but we can so. bring results of that research down and test it. Right. You should just probably find your baseline first. <laughs> yeah. So you know what there, to look no for to up on the back. There's no, yeah. there's no books or anything other than the grad students. I, I don't, I, I think, I think like Ian is strongly hinting that there's nothing back there that would help us. 
you would uh-huh. be in the exact same. If you went back now, you'd be in the exact same position you were previously, which is studying an abstract concept. Yeah. So, uh, or like, we could get the grad students down here too. We could do that anyway. I wonder if the grad students would come down uh, here. You did find them <laughs> down in the tunnels, seemingly of their own volition until they got stuck. <laughs> so, yeah, they seem they dumb. seem adventurous. <laughs> wow, that Both was pretty good. Are accurate. <laughs> uh, my th- my thinking is we do like just like testing of of substances okay we know light hurts it what else hurts it what doesn't hurt it that would be surprising um which you know is a little unethical but we're not like dumping you know sulfuric acid i was gonna say it's just little drops of acid yeah (laughs) yeah Exactly. We're, doing alleg- we're doing an I'm, allergy test. I'm, yeah, we're doing I'm, an allergy test. I'm feeling. I'm feeling. Um, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm. I'm listening to you guys, and I'm going. This is this is war crimes, people. They're doing war crimes so much worse to us. They did the yeah. war crime first. <laughs> 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 that makes it okay. Both that you have had a spirited debate <laughs> <laughs> with your comrades about what to do about this, and uh, do we for get dramatic to use purposes, the SpongeBob thirteen hours later. I guess, yeah. And for dramatic purposes, it is late at night when you find the time to meander on down to the Shad Zone, also known as a specific <laughs> locked room with a window in it, and perhaps the Shad Shack. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and perhaps go talk to your. Uh, your potential test subject. There is a window in the door and no other way to see inside. Someone has thoughtfully left a stepladder. <laughs> so people of various heights can see through the window. Um, and it can hear through the window? <coughs> it has at least had a lot of conversations through the window for a okay. creature that couldn't, so uh, presumably, yes. <laughs> presumably it can hear something. Yeah. Um, well, I'm not going to introduce myself. Because I don't know how much of the corrupted is in there, and I know that the reason we've got it there is because the corrupted, um, it it should be shielded from the corrupted. But the passing out, Caesar and passing out worries me. So um, now I've got to come up with intelligent questions. Oh God! Um, Do you want me to remind you of the questions? No, no, I just. I, the questions we have versus the questions I ask are not necessarily the same questions. Feel free okay. to talk it out and metagame it a little, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because we want you to get the information that you actually want. <laughs> so what we want to know is how much of the corrupted remains in how much of the corrupted one remains inside. The 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 person who has been corrupted, you mean? Yes. Or the yes, corruption? The, corrupt, the corrupted one. The, the person who has been corrupted. Yes. Is, is there, there a, a person, person beneath, the, beneath the corruption? Yes. Mm. Okay, so the question I should ask is, are you a person separate from the corruption? Do you know if you are a person separate from the corruption? Let's see. So we've currently got yes, no, or complicated gestures. <laughs> Person separate from the corruption. Um, 
Wealthy, make both an intelligence and a wisdom check for me. Intelligence and wisdom. Okay, pink is intelligence, red is wisdom. And also add 2d6 to your wisdom check. 2d6, good, because I really needed that. That's 9 plus 8 is uh, 17, plus 6 is 23, and I I need to roll that again. Uh, That's 16 plus... Two is eighteen plus six is twenty-four. Uh, intelligence is twenty-four. Wisdom is twenty-three. All right, cool. That just lets me inform stuff, so we don't have to have you roll a zillion times for each response. <laughs> Given the way I, the, how slowly I count, that's a good thing. <laughs> All right. So the question was like, are you a separate creature um, underneath? Yes. Yeah. Um, Good time to roll good on your wisdom check. Uh, You pick up a lot of reticence before there is a very slow nod of yes that is so small it is almost imperceptible. Again, good job rolling well. (laughs) Oh, God, that's not what I wanted to hear. Um, Okay. Okay, the next question I have is... Are you afraid of answering some of these questions because the corrupted will, for lack of something better to call it, punish you? Uh, You get another one of those very scared nods. (laughs) Okay. 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 Um. (sighs) When the corruption punishes you, is it a physical sensation? that's painful or is it a mental a painful mental sensation uh is it is it a physical is your pain okay so i want to know whether or not your pain is physical or mental when the corruption punishes you is it physical um it shakes its head now is the punishment a mental pain yes Okay. How much pain do you, can you feel in your body? Um uh, okay, so that's what I want to know next is is how much pain how connected are you to your body? Um might want to phrase that in a way that's less quality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know that's what I'm trying to figure that's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm letting it know what I want to know and then I got to ask it yes or no questions. Mm-hmm. Um if someone were to hit you, would it be painful? Would you experience pain? Yeah. There you basically, go. what happens is and this is where Inchek comes in. It nods once, then shakes its head about 9 times. It puts its hands up on the window. You can tell it's kind of feeling around for the edge of the window because, as it was reminded at least once, Grix did cast blindness on this creature. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and we forgot for at least one conversation. But basically, it kind of taps one hand against the bottom of the window, taps another against the top, and then slides the bottom hand up like just a little bit. Okay, so, so like, you're saying some it's a small s- amount. It's a, it's a small amount. So, so can you... F- can you feel it if somebody were to tap you? And can you feel it if somebody were to hit you uh, on the arm with it? If somebody were to hit, hit to tap your shoulder 
versus would you you would feel a very small amount i mean i'm going to assume that by tap you mean painfully in some way no no um, i'm, I'm just, just meaning feeling I'm just it at meaning, all just do you have any feeling at all if somebody were to tap your shoulder not yes okay if somebody were to hit your shoulder with a hammer would you feel pain uh nod and then they'll tap at the bottom of the window again okay so pain is very far away nod all right <laughs> do you feel mental pain when you're struck or or physically hurt um oh, that's going to be complicated <laughs> it it gives you again the hands are kind of indistinct on a corrupted creature because there's so much shadow it's almost like they're wearing mittens like you can sort of discern where the thumbs are but that's about it mm -hmm. um but you get like when someone holds up their hand parallel to the ground and shakes it a little mm -hmm. bit as though like kind of eh. yeah okay do you oh god okay this is this is gonna be a hard question for you to answer do you want to be free of the corruption or would you would you ever choose uh, do you want to be free of the corruption wealthy the not is so small as to be almost be imperceptible so good job for rolling well <laughs> <laughs> okay okay i understand that that's a difficult question to answer and thank you enthusiastic um, nod to be difficult <laughs> question to answer <laughs> is there ever a time when you would rather not be alive than be corrupted. <laughs> that small nod again. Big questions over here. Uh, <laughs> rather be dead than be corrupted. Um, yeah. It gives you a shrug along with your body language. I think kind of means like, <laughs> that's a big question, man. I'm not sure if I know <laughs> the answer. Um, but I think it's a shrug followed by like, a kind of nod like maybe but also like i haven't really thought about it that much because it's a big thing to confront and scary <laughs> well there has been a certain lack of mass suicides by corrupted creatures right so yeah we don't know how much the corruption is i mean we don't know how much we're well, I mean, they are a hive mind when they're together so yeah mm. chad's just separated right now at least somewhat yeah um when you thank you for reminding me about the have my hive mind. Mm -hmm. When you are together with other corrupted, is there any is there ever any feeling of rebellion? Of of do you ever have do you ever remember thinking the way you're thinking now when you are with other corrupted? Have you considered unionizing? <laughs> <laughs> you seem to be capable of thought when separated from the rebel from the other corruption. Do you feel do you are you capable of thinking the same way when you are with the corrupted? You get a nod and then that kind of spectrum indicator again with a tap like at the very bottom. Okay. And then I think it points to you and themselves and then taps higher on the window okay so at a 50 percent 75 percent like 75 percent basically again we're using wisdom scores to uh, obfuscate needing to fucking interpret all of this but 
when it's with the big corrupted group at a very low level, yes. When it's in a one-on-one conversation like you guys have been having for whatever reason, like where it's there standing as an individual and not really near anything else, then it's more so. Like it's more, those thoughts are higher up or stronger or able to be expressed more strongly, something like that. Okay. I think, I think unfortunately you've told me what, what I need to know. There's nothing I can, I can't ask it, you know, can we perform torture on your body? Um, I just can't, I can't do that. Maybe not phrase it that way, but like (laughs) if you give it the end result, that's a different question. Well, yeah, I guess consider what what if we tried to help you? Okay, yeah, that's a good question. If if we were able to do something that that removed the corruption, would you be willing to let us try? Uh, you get that tiny scared nod again. Okay. And I think you actually see him shake a little bit, but manages to keep it together. Okay. Okay. Okay, that's what I needed to know. I'm going to take this back to my. I I will be back. <laughs> you get a slightly misnamed shadowy thumbs up. I do think we need to keep in mind that there seems to be a sentient creature in there who does want to get out, and we need to bear that in mind as we go forward with these experiments. Is this a conversation we're having? Yeah, I think I, I think I come back to the group and, and let them know what I found out and you know, this is what we found out. That that there's yeah. there's somebody in there. Um they don't want to be in there and they're willing to let us try and figure out how to get it how to get them or out away from the corrupted. How well, how to not make just the corrupted a- leave them. Not just a sentient creature wealthy, but a potential customer. We need to figure out how to get my crew down here. See how they see how far they've come along with that light beer. Um, I, well, if anyone could just go through the 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 portal, if, there, if that was a misunderstanding, like we could do some testing and also go get the you the, know kids. The portal on the arcs is in a difficult to get to place. Yes, it was. Yeah, dicey. Getting. Hi, it's me, Professor Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in this conversation now. Um, hey, Jenkins. Oh, so. <laughs> Where were you when I was having my meltdown? <laughs> I walked away in the other room because he is not an ethics professor. <laughs> so he saw where that original conversation was going and left because he accepted. Oh, he's he's in STEM. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And the E doesn't stand for ethics. No, no. He, there is the rare person in every STEM department that is the lonely, lonely ethics professor <laughs> in that department, especially in CS. Hi, I have feelings. <laughs> uh-huh. The professor I had who essentially was our ethics professor was great. <laughs> I fully appreciate him. Anyway, so. um, Basically, for the portal right now, it is keyed to one of us. But we could work on getting you a way to bypass that, or simply, there are four oh, of us. What if we got like amulets or some shit? That would be super awesome. <laughs> like janky, like janky's amulets. I, the amulets of the jank. 
We we could work on that. Oh, the Jankulants. Yeah, I love that idea. Um, Amulets of Jank sounds like such a Mission of Zix thing. It is making (laughs) me so happy. Super (laughs) hardcore does, doesn't it? (laughs) Anyway, we we could work on Amulets of Jank. I've given up on the nickname thing at this point. Does he cringe when he says that? Seems like he's getting used to it. Your voice. Seems like he's getting used to it, but I also think he's like processing. Wealthy, you know that this is the kind of thing that Jenkins might outwardly cringe at, but inwards would be deeply amused by. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes cringe is funny. (laughs) This may be one of those times. (laughs) I I like it a lot. Honestly, meta level. So (laughs) I vote you do it and call it that. Great, 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 great. Um, But yes, we could work on that. We may need to key it to you specifically so no one steals them but oh man okay well as long as you're wearing it oh okay basically so it couldn't be used by someone else or someone outside of your group it gets more complicated and is directly dependent on how much blood you want to donate to the process what if my mom wanted to come she's my mom well as long (laughs) as one of you is traveling with her that's fine otherwise we'd have to make an individual yeah, apologies. Oh, okay. One of us needs to be there to lock and unlock and lock the door behind you. Oh. Okay. Essentially. Or travel through with you. As long as we're in the group, it should be fine. We don't use it that way very often, but it's happened. We also gotta do the load testing, like you said, to make sure it won't uh go bad. Yes, ideally no enchantment would do that, but also well, you've seen the enchantments that run the arcs. Things eventually break down. Even when they're made by people as brilliant as me. Mm-hmm. It happens. Yeah, you're like really super good at things. Thank you for flattering an old man. Harrison <laughs> <laughs> shrugs. From what I understand from various outbursts, that may be something you have had to learn how to do quite well. <laughs> I mean, you're literally younger than me. So, like, if you want to be called an old man, I guess that's fine. From the relationship you have with old men, I would be very concerned because it seems like you would immediately (laughs) seek my approval and feel deeply hurt if I didn't give it to you. Whoa. Ericene puts this, like, puppy dog eyes face (laughs) on and is like, you don't love and approve of me? Wealthy, can you introduce me to her grandfather so I can yell at him? (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's already threatened to kill me, so, you know. Oh, wonderful. I'll have two reasons. (laughs) (laughs) He was just giving you, like, the platonic friend shovel talk. It's fine. Yeah, well, he he almost made me pee my pants, so, you know. That that is how a good shovel talk goes, (laughs) Madam I understand that. <laughs> and you thought you wanted to date me. <laughs> I had no idea what I was trying to get myself to. Obviously not. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of any individual NPC that would be amused enough to comment, but goddamn, I bet all the people that were at the lockdown that are here right now are just like, ha <laughs> We were there for that. <laughs> Jasper? Yeah, Jasper Green and Alara. Yeah. But yeah. I bet Jasper would be like, 
It's a nightmare when Erosine dates. I mean, it is, but now that you said it, it's no fun to say. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I like that in universe, Erosine is imitating Jasper. <laughs> I know. But yeah. Um, but yeah. She said it before, and she'll do it again. Yes. <laughs> no regrets for Erosine. <laughs> Chris Jenkins is going to ask what your next step is now that you have consent for your experiment. I think, I think we definitely have consent. I think we have to remember that we need to continue to ask that we have consent because we don't know. Continuous enthusiastic consent. There you go. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So what will you try first? I think it would be interesting to try try and see what kind of damage can be caused. I mean, when I asked it if it could be hit with a hammer, it said it could and and feel it. It said it could, it could feel pain, but it said the pain was minuscule. I mean, like, you know, at the bottom of the scale. So, I think the the thing we could try is to see what starts to damage it without causing it oh god to be unwilling to continue with the experiment hmm. <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry i just <laughs> my brain immediately was like oh so we're going to just do milgram on it that's cool <laughs> what <laughs> The Mil- the Milgram experiment. That was the ordering people to quote unquote like five people thing. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. But it wasn't really happening. Like it was. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. The psychological okay, part yeah, was I know, really I know happening, but the actual physical part was yeah. not happening. Yeah. This is well, just reverse order. We're doing it, except we're doing it in the opposite direction. <laughs> Welcome back to our recurring segment. That you continue. Bad psych experiments. <laughs> 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 <sighs> Which a um, lot of players could argue has been every role playing game they've ever encountered. <laughs> but we're referencing real world battles. <laughs> I just think it would be important to know what it can take and what it can't take. Right, right, and 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 ask it as we're con- conducting the experiment: Is this the kind of you know? Is this consistent across all corrupted beings, or is this? consistent with the type of, of being that you were before you were corrupted. Cause you know, if you've got a corrupted dragon out there, is it gonna be is it gonna react the same way to um a hammer on the shoulder as uh you know as a corrupted gnome? you know, is what's gonna what's gonna break one that's not gonna break the other? Uh I think that sounds great. I think Erosine's going to take a different tack. We've definitely seen some stuff that harmed the corrupted without harming us, but it did take the living things with it. Right, right. Like, I I, I know that ma- magic missile kills them. So, yeah, how? Yeah. We've established that. And that it's very amusing when you do it through the crotch. So there you go. And the light room certainly does the trick, but and wipes the whole thing out. The creatures, yeah, but destroys all of it. Um, um, well, Erosine uh, is going to try to make it um, 
basically meditate it into not being corrected anymore. <laughs> For one brief second, I was going to see if you were going to say, make that old shadow creature love her. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's probably the best way to get it done. That's a great, that's a great option for Ericene, I feel like. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the episode I'm editing had Ericene flirting with someone, and Adam just sighed. <laughs> <laughs> and it was beautiful. And <laughs> it was the measurement given for how the NPC react. So, this will be fun. Um, we can add it to the yeah. scrapbook. <laughs> So basically, my my idea is, like, I will try to get it to create, like, a mental wall as much as it can and, like, push the corruption in its mind, like, on one side of the wall. Okay. That makes sense to me, the omniscient GM. <laughs> that works, too. Vons and Grix, anything you want to try? Uh, um, no, not, not specifically, like... I want to do. I want to help Vons with testing substances that might have a restorative property on it. Okay. Now I don't necessarily know what those might be. Uh, but Vons is the alchemist. Vons is the alchemist, but also like it might just be testing a lot of stuff that's boring. Oh, it it will be. It yeah. certainly will be. So I don't know how how detailed you need us to tell you. Well, but we've got a group of people that we can have help us run a lot of these like But again, again, theory. we need to do some stuff right now cuz we got we got time right now, we've got space, we've got the stuff. Uh-huh. And we've got a group of people down here too. Yeah. Yes. You definitely I'd have still... a bunch of career scientists who can help you with this. <laughs> and and they've they've seen a lot of this stuff. And I'd still like to get the uh grad students down here. Uh, eventually, because I have a feeling that they can like help us uh, finalize uh, something, and then it'll probably need to be mass manufactured up at the brewery because we don't have a brewery down here. Um, I like the idea that for some reason this specifically requires a beer brewery. To produce. <laughs> <laughs> Which would you, be on brand. You haven't caught on this whole time that brewery is just really big alchemy, <laughs> but that can produce medical grade items. Is the bigger question. <laughs> well, we'll see. That said, um, on <laughs> There's a, spoilers. There's on a meta note, you guys have a whole stable of NPCs who aren't going to be particularly useful for this. If you want yeah. to send them to get people or items from the arcs, once the jinkies figure out how to key that portal to them, sure. they might be able to go do that. They might uh, run into totally. trouble and not succeed, but like, you know, <laughs> they're there as a resource. Also, Vons wants to make sure that uh, Lucky hasn't gotten into his stuff. <laughs> oh, she rearranged oh, her sock drawer just to anger you. <laughs> she got into your stuff. She went the in there and moment, just moment the moment you jumped, she turned around, did like a quick little like teenager salute sarcastically to everyone. Went home and immediately looked at every single thing you own. Touched every single one of them and touched. you don't know which ones that she touched. And read oh, no. a really sad letter. And then felt bad about the whole thing. <laughs> that last for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> the pillow letters haunt me. <laughs> <laughs> They're very good. 
and very sad. Just conceptually. <laughs> I still haven't actually written mine. No, I haven't either. I to do that. Oh, shit. Or shame. But okay, it sounds like y'all have a plan of action for next time. So we'll wrap the episode there. Okay. All right. Primary Attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. For questions and comments and feedback, email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. To follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod, on Twitter at primeattribute, and at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for all of our blazed posts. Castles and Crusades is published by Troll Lord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by Adam. This week's editor was Wit. Thanks, Wit! Thanks for listening, and we hope you tune in next time to Primary Attribute. I, I'm good. What? What? Calls to what? Russia. Calls to Russia? <laughs> what? Someone quickly what? doing a tune into the evening news. What's happening? There was so, a no video or audio. Yeah. No, I heard that. I, heard that. I, I have no idea what that was. I'm checking all my okay, shit to see must, if anything's leaking. Okay, 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 okay. It must have been... Jacques. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been... I was looking at my calendar, but YouTube was up. And... Uh, uh, okay. Uh, okay.